Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast. I had an issue with my AirPods, um, so I have to go back to my Chris Camaro-style headphones to try and see if I can hear myself. And I can't very much so hear myself, so I'm going to turn it down. Um, it's bad enough that you guys have to listen to me, never mind me having to listen to myself as well. Uh, flying solo tonight. Um, the wonderful Paddy is uh, watching Shelburne in their final game of the season, their final home game of the season today, so... Um, I think it's only fair that we give him a day off every now and then. Uh, but we do have Luton on the horizon. And and after last night's brilliant, brilliant performance, I've watched it back again today, um, the, the the game against Azed Alkmaar. Um, I've read a lot of the, the words that have come out. Obviously, when I am really had a lot to say afterwards, who's thrilled with the performance, so on and so forth. But also the 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 feedback that has come from the the Azed players, um, uh, Moller Wolf said that it was one of the best performances he'd ever uh, seen against him or against the team with regards to how Villa broke down their press and how they they uh, got the ball in and around the into the areas that they didn't want it in, that as I didn't want it in. And that was something we spoke about in the podcast last night, that how Villa were... Um, you know, over time have been kind of manipulating the, the the way this team plays and the structure of this team so that they can go wide when they need to and they can go through the middle when they need to go through the middle. And Mother Wolf said exactly that uh, last night. So that was really encouraging uh, to hear that as well from somebody who is playing in a team at a really, really decent standard, at a really, really decent league and, and a team that are expected to go far within that, uh, that competition within Europe. But we won't dwell too much on the game last night and we will look forward to this game versus Luton uh, at the weekend. Um, we'll talk a small bit about Luton. First of all, actually, if you guys haven't watched the Luton Town Supporters Trust uh, YouTube video uh, about them discussing Aston Villa and Luton, 
go watch it. It's absolutely brilliant. They're really nice guys. They really speak really respectfully about Aston Villa. And uh, it's just a really nice, wholesome watch. You know, the guys are really great in it. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it because it's really great. I watched it today and, and, and they made some superb points about Villa and they made some superb points about Luton. And look, they know what the situation is with Luton. Luton coming up, obviously, um, getting promoted. Um, they've had some games where they felt they should have got more out of games. They've had some games where they felt that they should have got less out of games. And, um, you know, they're 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 living the dream being in the Premier League for a club of their size. Um, it's And that's not being derogatory towards Luton um, but you know they are very much so the um, the team that have the most catching up to do within the Premier League at the moment and and uh, saying that excuse me saying that they've spent pretty well in the in the off season they haven't blown a massive budget and they've brought in players that are young hungry and um, if they were to go back down again would be massive massive pluses to them within the championship championship but can also contribute within the premier league as well the likes of Chidoze uh, Benny um that they brought from uh, from Rotherham obviously i know him being an irish uh, being an irishman um, the fact that they brought him, he's now playing in the Premier League. Um, really, really pacey winger gave uh, Simicas uh, of Greece um, and Liverpool uh, fits when Ireland played Greece recently. I'll be the Greece won. Ogbeni um, skinned him a couple of times going down that wing. So he's somebody who's really learning the game and growing into it and delighted to see him playing Premier League football there. Um, obviously, their striker as well, Morris, is uh, is, is somebody that uh, that they really rely on. They, they, they love him there. And Adebayo uh, as well. Uh, their other forward player as well as somebody the Villa are going to have to take um, take an awful lot of, of care with. Um, so obviously there's there's a couple of familiar faces that are going to be coming back to Villa Park. Obviously, Marvellous Nakamba and Ross Barkley um, are going to be coming back to Villa Park and also the manager himself, Rod, Rob Edwards, is going to be coming back. And actually, I think I might have actually just seen uh, seen that. In a co- yeah, it was Delboy. It was the very first comment. Delboy says, the Villa connection with Rob Edwards, Marvellous and, uh, and, and Ross Barkley here as well, coming back to Villa Park. Um, yeah, I'm sure that they've got, well, some of them have happier memories than others, I would imagine, uh, at, at Villa Park. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's it's one that Villa, once again, and I think with every single team that Villa are going to play when in the, whether it be the Premier League or whether it be the um, the Conference League, it's it, it, it's a case that Aston Villa can't rest on their laurels in any game. I don't know what happened there. There's a, it's coming up to Halloween and there does seem to be some sort of gremlins or some sort of ghosts or whatever inside in, in, in the system today because for whatever reason, I could not hear myself back and I could not hear anything that was going on in the stream earlier on. That's why we were late. Um, so, I suppose when we're looking at this team, I'll take off the boys' comment there. When we're looking at this team, I think the team that Aston Villa are going are gonna to put out at the weekend I think you're going to see the, the the familiar names in there. I think it's it, it. when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'll start that again because I have no idea why I just got knocked off there once more. And if anybody's listening back to this on audio and not on YouTube, I'm just getting, I'm getting kicked off for whatever reason here the whole time. There is somebody that doesn't like me. Um, it's kicking off, kicking me off here. And I wonder if Paddy after logging in his phone or something like that and keeps on removing me and um, with administrator pass uh, with the administrator password or whatever. I don't know what the case is. Maybe it is. Stop it, Paddy, if you are doing it because uh, yeah, I'm, you're breaking my flow, man. You're breaking my flow. Um, but with regards to the team, I think that Aston Villa are going to put out. Look, I suppose realistically speaking, the the, the centre half partnership. Kanz and Torres, they're going to come back in. Um, I would imagine that you're going to see Dean and Cash are still going to be there too. Uh, like it's it, it's not going to be massively changed from the the format or the the team that we've been putting out in in the Premier League games. I think Bailey probably starts over over Zaniolo, uh, just based on his performances, or maybe even Tielemans gets a start. Uh, in in that position, maybe Diaby goes back, goes out to the left wing. McGinn goes to the right wing, and maybe Tielemann starts up front with Watkins because that was that performance last night uh, is huge food for thought for this 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 I suppose this whole setup going forward. Um, Tielemann's was bloody excellent, you know. I gave I gave my man a match to to Leon Bailey um, last night, and uh, I think Paddy gave it Tielemann's. And it was it was really a toss up between the two, but like the more you look back at the Tielemans' performance last night, the pressing he did up top, um, specifically on their centre halves, and and just every time he got the ball, he didn't really waste it, and and I was really really enthused by that. So maybe he gets his start start uh, on Sunday as well. I, I don't expect Emery to make too many changes to too many things. Uh... Oh, Jesus sake, what's knocking me off? Apologies again, everybody. This is really, really... Um, I feel like starting the stream all over again because there's obviously something going on somewhere um, that keeps on knocking me off, so I do apologize. But I don't think Unai Emery is going to do, make many changes to uh, to what he knows he's tried and tested is because, albeit, look, we're playing against Luton, who we're going to be favorites against, um, which is uh, which I think is, is understandable given the run of form we're on. But we can't take any team for granted. We certainly can't. And to get the three points at Luton at the weekend, where we are in the Premier League, would be huge. Obviously, the next three or four games that we have coming up here are games that we would be earmarking to get points from. Definitely the next three games, I think we could probably go into them and look at it and say, we're going to get nine points from these three games. Or sorry, we should be looking to get nine points from these three games. Obviously, setting up coherently, making sure that we're giving every team their, their due respect and uh, not taking any team lightly. Um, and if we were, that gives us a massive platform, a massive platform going into going into what is an exceptionally def- difficult month of December that we have um, with regards to some of the teams that we have to play in, the short succession we have to play them in, also littering in games in Europe as well. December, December is going to be a really, really, really tough month uh, for Aston Villa, so we need to get something out of these games. So 
think Unai Emery is going to go with his tried and tested, uh, tried and tested teams. Sure. I know I'm yawning in the top of this is the worst stream I think I've ever done. <laughs> this might be the worst stream I've ever done. Although there's a lot of competition for that one as well. Um, so looking, I suppose, realistically, we're not going to have Jacob Ramsey back. We're not going to have Alex Moreno back. I would I would imagine it's going to be another couple of weeks out for those two guys. Uh, I, I think the most, the strangest one for me is, look, we, we've heard nothing on Moreno's injury. We just heard that he had a small setback. We've heard nothing on it since. Anybody be able to enlighten me in the comments there with regards to, to, to Moreno's injury? It hasn't really come up. It's been an unasked question as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Jacob Ramsey question got asked quite a lot after he went off injured and it was, was it the same metatarsal? It looks like it's some sort of metatarsal or whatever uh, on the foot um, or the similar injury, whatever the injury was previously. Um, so we have had some information on that, but we've had nothing on Alex Moreno. It would be nice to get some information on that uh, in the coming days or the coming weeks anyway, I suppose, you know, before we get into this tough run uh, in the month of December, um, so that would be nice. But apart from that, we don't really we don't have any other injury concerns, um, which is really good because uh, you know having the bench that we had against AZ, I think was a huge plus for us. Being able to bring on the players that we did was a huge plus for us, and um, you know we're going to need those in the coming weeks as well. On the other side of the coin, with with uh, with uh, Luton, we they are going to have a couple of players out injured. Um, uh Sambi Lakonga, the the Arsenal loanee um that's that's at Luton. I think he's on loan from Arsenal anyway. Um there was a lot thought of him um at Arsenal or when he signed for Arsenal from Anderlecht and uh he's he was very, very highly thought of from um from a Dutch or from a Belgian point of view. Uh, hasn't really set the world alight in the Premier League at all. He's gonna be injured. I was looking forward to him going to um going to Luton. Uh, to, to to get some game time there, but he's been out for for a period of time now, um, and it doesn't look like he's got any return date as well. So you're probably going to see Nakamba and Panzu um in there as well. And Panzu, a fantastic story, uh, it, with, within that team, one of those real English pyramid uh, stories there as well. Their backline is going to be something I think we can certainly get at. We don't want to get involved in a game of head tennis with this backline, but I think obviously you know. With, with the two centre-halves they have in there, Mengi and uh, and Lockyer, uh, two different types of centre-halves, but I think Ollie Watkins is going to be relishing going up against the two, either of the two of those because I think the styles suit um, from that point of view. Obviously, I think Diaby, if he's playing up top beside Watkins, is going to be a huge asset in and around there, using his legs, running players, running the likes of Doty um, on the left-hand side. And then, uh, likewise, whoever, if it is Bailey or if it is Zaniolo on the left-hand side, running at Kabore, who's a nice player, a nice full-back there. I like him, um, that right-back um, for, for Luton. But, you know, running at him, keeping him back, pinning him back there, and making sure that Ogbeni has to come back to help him is going to be uh, very. It's going to be vital for us, I think. And most teams that are playing against Luton uh, will need to do that with their fullbacks too. Um, you know, in goals, then they've got Kaminsky. In goals, uh, if I was Aston Villa, it would be peppering shots at him early. It's not to say that he's a bad goalkeeper, but. What we've seen with Aston Villa recently is our chase and, and the ability for Ali Watkins to get in on top of the goalkeeper. He might not always put him in the back of the net, but when they drop to him, um, you know, he's always seems to be in the right place at the right time. So, you know, that that kind of um and that's that's that was even the case when he wasn't scoring. He went through that five game um 
barren streak at the start of the season. He seemed to be getting into the right place, but the ball wasn't dropping his way. Um, let's make sure that we get those opportunities. Maybe like, let's make sure that no matter who we're playing, um, if 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 we pepper shots at goal, you know that we're following them in, and and I think this can happen in this game today. And I'm I, I've got a sneaking suspicion I've had an apparition whereby we get something like that, whereby there is a shot like like Watkins scored against uh, Az. There's a shot it's saved that comes out to him, and he gets a little tap in, um, or bundles one in over the line. And I think there that's absolutely fine. That's a good striker's instinct to be able to be in the right place at the right time, and he's beginning to show that more and more this season. Um, and you know he's in good scoring form at the moment so why not continue it so from the point of view of how we uh, how we need to set up against Luton um, I think we go with the four at the back I don't think we see the three at the back or the five at the back whichever way you want to call it um, at the weekend I think our midfield is going to need to be really structured and sturdy though because there will be it will be a packed midfield there they will bring Adebayo and, and Agbeni um in narrow when they're out of possession and then spring them wide uh, when when they are in possession. Adebayo will probably play further up top anyway. I would say if they get any concerted uh, period of where they've got, um, <coughs> excuse me, if they get any concerted period where they've got a lot of possession uh, on the ball, I think that Adebayo will go up alongside uh, Morris for, for a period of time. Um, and then that that to me really means that they're, they're midfield four then we'll become pretty compact um, in, in, in that instance. But um, we should be able to win this midfield battle. Or sorry, should I say, if we if we are to win this game, we will, and, and if we are to win it, win it easily or control this game, we're going to need to control midfield because there's going to be lots of bodies in there um, for certain. And, and un, not unlike what we did against uh, West Ham, and certainly not unlike what we did against uh, against Azed, you know, being able to move those bodies around. This team is getting really good at it. Uh, if you remember back to to what I spoke about um, with with Emmy Martinez last night, <clears throat> um, when I said that Emmy Martinez, you know, holding the ball at his feet for what was it was a forty five seconds or something like that, um, and being able to get a look at at the formational setup of the team when they're out of possession, that isn't going to happen with this Luton team. So there's going to have to be a lot of work done, and I and I trust that there is has been a lot of work done on uh, studying the setup of this team, this Luton team. A lot of games uh, that, that they played in the championship last season, and there's a decent sample size of them in the Premier League this season as well. So uh, identifying, I suppose, pockets of space and areas, making sure that Luis can can dictate the play towards those areas, and and that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm beginning to to probably lean towards um, Bailey maybe starting over Zaniolo on this one. Um, but it would be interesting to see if Bailey starts on the left because um, the last time he started uh, out, outside of yesterday, the last time he started, he, he did play, or sorry, the last uh, game that he played prior to yesterday, he was moved over to the left-hand side and he played really, really well there. Myself and Paddy were very complimentary of him in that. We felt he played really well. He attacked uh, on that side of the field. And um, I, I thought that he was, uh, you, you know, that he showed that he certainly should be considered to play from the left-hand side. Um, I think he always, everyone always felt that he should have been considered to play from the left-hand side as it was. But um, uh, Una Emery kept on playing him up top or playing him on the right-hand side, and that's absolutely fine too. But um, I think we might see him on that left-hand side and potentially rotating in and out with the Abbey. Um, and maybe even switching over to the right with McGinn switching over to the left as well. So the the permutations are endless if you do put him over there. Uh, Zaniolo, if he is over, if Zaniolo starts, 
he kind of needs to play on that left hand side. Jesse could move, he could inter interlink, or he could change with with the Abbey going up top beside Watkins. But um, we've really seen Zaniolo hug that touchline and be that 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 wide player out there. So um, not not saying that he won't start Zaniolo. Um, obviously, he's had a bit of news today where he's had to to appear in 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 Turin in front of uh, the officials with regards to uh, telling his side of the story with regards to the to the betting fiasco that's been going on in Italian football recently. Um, so Zaniolo is, uh, you know. He, he's had that on his plate today, whether he's sat down for the weekend or starts from the bench, I think is probably what will happen. Um, and, uh, you know, we may see him from the bench, bench at the weekend and Bailey starting there, or as, or as I said, Tielemans coming into the team as well. So it's going to be a super interesting, uh, um, I suppose, team sheet uh, when it is announced. But but it may it may not have massive changes. But I think the interesting part would be to see if the likes of Tielemans or Bailey have, um, I suppose, broken through from their performances last night, and uh, if they are going to be trusted to start the game in the Premier League um, against Luton at the weekend. Because uh, as I said, Unai Emery works uh, works towards a system. Obviously, you know, we see that. We see he's a system. Uh, he has a very good system that he, that we work with here in Aston Villa. And, and there's all, but there's also a small bit of autonomy in the field. The likes of Luis has, has creative freedom inside there. The Abbey certainly has creative freedom in there. Um, and I think, you know, there's, there's, there's players that have been earmarked, earmarked like that. But also what we've seen from Unai Emery is that uh, there has been a meritocracy that has... Uh, has um, followed his team selections. You know, it's very rarely that the informed players will be sat down um, just because he has favourites or anything like that. It's never been that case. The rotation, I suppose, last year between Dina and, and Moreno was more horses for courses um, situation that we we saw. Also, Bailey coming in would be a horses for courses situation last year uh, when we were playing at home. Stretch uh, when we were playing at home or away to, to stretch teams because we didn't have pace in the team. But they would have been in there for his system, um, you know, for to 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 satisfy his system. But uh, you know, he does also work on the meritocracy situation too, as we've seen recently with John McGinn being taken off. You know, when he has when he wasn't playing well, um, and and uh, when when things weren't really going his way, um, he was taken off. You know, so Unai Emery could spring one or two of those changes if these players continue to keep on playing well in European games and obviously in training as well. Uh, going to come to some of your comments here. Um, mm, mm, where are we? So um, Richard has said Luton play well. Um, Luton play well away from home. They, they absolutely do. Um, that's that's been one of their their, their strengths. Very well structured team. Very well structured. Rob Edwards has, has been has been a really good manager for them. Um, they've uh, he's he's very tactically. Uh, adept and he's well able to set up a team um like on you know on paper they're going to be the weakest team in the league um and this isn't being derogatory towards Luton it certainly isn't it's just kind of calling it the way it is because they haven't had a um they they haven't had like they've had a, a, a miraculous run through the leagues really over the last couple of seasons and uh, they haven't had the stocking up of high profile players or even semi profile players or whatever now they've come to the Premier League, 
Um, if they were to stay up, they could be like it could be it would be absolutely massive for the club. Obviously, if they were, they would stay up, and I think they absolutely can stay up the way certain some teams are playing the Premier League this season. But they're so well drilled, they're so well marshaled by their manager in there as well that uh, you know the underestimation is certain something that we certainly cannot see. Um, and and playing away from home, there will be. Uh, a tricky prospect because they do know how to defend. Uh, Lockyer at the back, and, and as I say, Mengi, two decent, very, very decent uh, players. Uh, I still think that they're a good matchup for Ali Watkins, and time will tell, I suppose, we will see on Sunday as well. But uh, once again, they can get the job done um, at, at the centre-half position if needed. So um, we will need to bring our A game uh, from that point of view for sure. Um. Uh, 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 uh... Uh, where else are we? Uh, yeah, so Richard asks, would I start Bailey over Zaniolo? I <coughs> yes, I would. I would start Bailey over Zaniolo in this game. Um, the reason I paused was because I was going to say I might start Tielemans over both of them, but I think pace is going to be... I think the, I think having the pace of Diaby and, and, and Bailey could be scary, and I think if we are playing at home and, and, and an early goal will go a long way in a game like this, um, uh, having that pace and having the Bailey's pace and having having um having Diaby's pace would, would be would be super beneficial to us. But then again, you know, having Tielemans up there or Tielemans in 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 the team, whereby uh he's got great great range of passing, that could be beneficial too. But that might be better to come in to you know try and see out a game or to to try and uh maybe if it's nil all in the second half to unlock a defense if if pace and if the battering ram approach isn't working. So I think based on what I've what I've just said there, I think I would start Bailey um and then see what happens from there. I think for sure. Um where else are we? I'm going to scroll down a small bit here. Um, yeah, so Stu Hector says the Luton fans are saying they'll play 5-3-2. Uh, I, I, I haven't ruled it out for sure, um, and, and it's quite possible that they will uh, will play a 5-3-2. Um, I'm just not 100% sure who that other centre-half would be for them. Um, I'm, I'm just not 100% sure who that would be, uh, to, to be honest with you. But... Um, you, you know they have the like against Nottingham Forest they played they played a four four two, um against uh against Spurs they went with uh they, they went with four at the back as well so uh, I I'm not hundred percent sure who that 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 other midfielder would be um if they were to or sorry who what that other uh, centre half would be if they were to 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 bring one in maybe maybe it's Bell maybe it's they play Bell Lockyer or Mengi. Maybe they play something like that without in Kabore's kind of wing backs. Um that's that's quite possible. That's quite possible that they might do that. Um but where do they lose in that in, in that instance then? Do they maybe start at the bay up for up up top in his own and drop Morris? That that to me would be it wouldn't be out of the realms of possibility. We would be surprised that they maybe play at the bay and Bene tight in behind uh, behind Morris. Uh, up top, so yeah, it's going to be interesting, and, and it goes back to to what I was saying there about the um, about their manager, about uh, Rob Edwards, the fact that he's he's very good tactically and he drills his team very well, and he and the, the work he does on on the field during the week is is uh, is always beneficial for them, and they'll come up short in games this season just from a, from a quality level, but they will never be found wanting. From a from the level of of application and um, and of effort for sure, 
And uh, now the more that you say it, I suppose, to uh, the five at the back or the three at the back, whatever, with uh, maybe with Bell, Lockyer and, and Mengi might be something that we might see at the weekend. Yeah, I, if memory serves me right, I think they might have played that against Burnley. I think they might have played that against Burnley. I should have checked that before I came on. I think they, yeah, yeah, I think they might have. But um, as you say, yeah, we're definitely going to need to be at the races with regards to that as well. Um, where else are we? Uh, oh, Ty Dial says, uh, confidence is growing that we don't make any slip-ups. I totally respect what Luton have done, but Unai is convincing he changed our outlook. Another convincing win to go 12 home wins. 5-0 Villa, you're going, I'm nowhere near ready to make a prediction yet, uh, and certainly not 5-0 uh, in this game, but, you know, it is heartening to see what our record is, 39 go goals in 15 games, 11 get home games unbeaten, they're great stuff, it's great to see that, um, as they said, as, um, as, as, as they said on the Luton podcast that I mentioned earlier on at the start, which was just brilliant, if you guys are just joining now, go and watch that podcast, it was excellent, uh, I, I was trying to get somebody to come on today, um, another Aston Villa fan. I was trying to get a couple of people from Villa, uh, like from from other podcasts, to come on. And, and to be honest with you, time got the better of me, and 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 I didn't get to ask who, who the people that I really wanted to ask. I suppose really, um, but I also wanted to ask one of those guys to see if they could come on. But you know, sending someone a message at eight forty five asking them if they can do a podcast at nine thirty can be uh, sometimes well at nine thirty seven or whatever time I started. Um, ain't, ain't the best but um, if you haven't seen it go back and watch it and I contemplated playing snippets from it because um, as I said it was really well put together it was a really really nice conversation that the three guys had and uh, it was a real honest conversation so go back and watch that too um, if you have not done that already um, yeah John says uh, if Bell is fit for this game yeah and that's why I was reluctant I suppose to, to fully commit to the three at the back because uh, for for Luton, that is because uh, if I'm yeah, I I think Bell may be out. Um, like looking, I've just actually just loaded up who scored here now. As I was saying, to find out if they played that three at the back against against Burnley, and uh, they say that Amari Bell is out uh, as well for the weekend. So maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. I don't know what the situation is, but if he is, um, I'm certainly not sure who they would go with that third centre half. Um, in, in that situation. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Um, where else are we? Uh, oh, Bell is injured. Yeah, a couple of people saying Bell is injured. Um, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, Richard Edwards, you're dead right. Uh, the Villa and Tour uh, uh, vlog from, from the trip to AZ is brilliant. It's definitely one of our top five vlogs they've ever done. Uh, so go and watch that as well if you haven't watched it already. Um, do, 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 do. Where are we? Um... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And CC says, I know Emery respects Luton. Our players need to make sure it's not lip service. Interesting test for us is we cannot be casual as sometimes uh, as sometimes can creep in. We need to bring the intensity and, en- and energy. So yeah, it's uh, it's it definitely, absolutely 100%. We need to bring the intensity and energy. There's no easy games in the Premier League. Uh, there's certainly no easy games against against promoted teams. And you know, I'm 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 at pains to continually say it as well that the amount of respect I have for Luton as a football club and what they're doing and the fact that they didn't go away and you know get lured by maybe bringing in the likes are doing and I've respect for Forrest as well. Don't get me wrong, but you know, for a club like Luton, they see the wood from the trees and the fact that Kenilworth Road needs to be done up needs to be brought to a certain standard. And I presume a lot of money is going to be pumped in there as well. They've brought in functional players and they didn't like they didn't fall into the trap of maybe bringing in a Jesse Lingard or uh, or something along those lines to just maybe try and have that little bit of sparkle dust. Yes, they brought in Ross Barkley, but. That was like Ross Barkley's star waned four years ago. Um, you know, from that point of view, they've brought in real functional players. And I think that has to be really respected, specifically when you've got a manager who's a tactically based manager and is, uh, is somebody who backs himself to put the team together because that's what he did last year to get people or to get the team um, promoted. So fair play to Luton from that point of view. Uh, for sure, um, and uh, John John Don UK says we only have Lockyer and Meng- Mengi fit, uh, fit are left. So yeah, so I, I think it's going to be four at the back. So uh, based on that, and thank you so much for joining us, and thanks for for popping in. Um, right, uh, I think I'm gonna uh, uh, I think I'm gonna leave it at that, guys. Because reason being is I've done a half an hour. Apologies for the start of it. The start was a bit choppy, as I say. I kept on getting knocked off the stream for whatever reason. I will have that rectified uh, before I go to bed tonight because that was a real, real annoyance for me. But thank you so much, everybody, for for joining us tonight uh, as I flew flew solo in this uh, in this podcast tonight. But um, we will be back on Sunday for a team sheet tantrum and a post match. As I said, I'm unlikely to make the team sheet tantrum, whatever about the post match. But Paddy will deputise and he will have somebody. Uh, he will. Have a, a Robin to his Batman um, at the weekend as well. So please join us for that if if you would. And uh, we look forward to this game. We look forward to seeing this game. We look forward to seeing what the team is and the result as well. So um, yeah, thanks so much. Thanks a million for um, thanks a million for, uh, for 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 watching tonight. And thanks a million for everything you do for the podcast. I'm gonna go and get some sleep for a yawn again on the po- on this. This has been a horrible podcast for me because nothing has gone right for me. But anyway, we live and we learn and we move on to the next one. But uh, we'll see you again over the weekend on Sunday for the Team Sheet Tantrum. And in the meantime, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Podcast Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.